Here they come. The right path, the right path. It's time for excitement of adventure in the modern West with Bobby Benson and the B-5B Riders. And out in front, the riders told the Palomino amigo, the cowboy kid himself, Bobby Benson. <laughs> Very unusual adventure, the Ghost Rider. And here to tell you about today's adventure is that voluble purveyor of extravagant anecdotes, that travesty of truthfulness, the one and only, Windy Whale. Well, thank you, Mr. Announcer. <laughs> Folks, the reason I'm to tell you about today's adventure is that well, I'm the only one that knows the whole story. Not even a little boss or Tex or any of the other fellers know about it. But I just got to tell somebody. Well, writers, it, it all started out one day about a week ago when a feller by the name of J. Parsifal Butterball landed down in the Big Bend. And that's where my trouble began. You see, this Butterball is the editor on one of them big Eastern papers, so right away when he got here, all the local reporters went to see him to get his opinion that's right, gentlemen. You ask my opinion, and I'm giving it to you. I say the modern West is nothing but a fraud. Oh, perhaps the old days of the West had something. But in my opinion, the men of the modern West are nothing but a bunch of bow-legged buffoons. Yes, gentlemen, I say the modern West is nothing but a fraud. And you may quote me. <laughs> now, can you imagine that, writers? A feller saying a thing like that about the West when there's all us red-blooded, two-gun-feuding, fighting he-men out here? Well, naturally, as soon as I read what he'd said in the local paper, it just got my dander up something fierce. So I just took me a while to think out a good plan, and then right off I went in to see the foreman of the B-Bar-B, Tex Mason. Yes, sir, and writers, within just a few minutes. <laughs> Hey, Wendy, what happened to you? Tex wrote me out. <laughs> well, you can't blame him, Wendy, with this idea of yours. For us to pretend to be outlaws and attack him so that you can then make like a hero and rescue him. Irish, well, I, I think it's a good scheme. Well, I say it's plain downright foolishness. And what did Tex say, Wendy? He said it was plain downright foolishness. But, fellas... Wendy, I... you might just as well forget it. You've talked us into a lot of crazy schemes in the past. But this is one time it just isn't going to work. Well, all right, Tim. I'll go into town and find somebody that will help me. But doggone it, before I'm done, I'll teach that varmint that us men of the West ain't to be fooled with. Well, about a half hour later, I was in town looking over the fellers lounging in front of the general store and trying to decide who I'd ask to help me. But then I see them. Yes, sirree, I seen these two fellers off to one side, and before I even approached them, I knowed they was real sons of the West. Oh, me, what I'd give to be back in Flatbush. Ah, shut up, Brooklyn. All you do is cry. I got reason to gripe. I was a happy, peaceful pickpocket back home till you showed up with your big talk about the money to be made in the West. Where is it all? I ain't figured out a good angle yet. Angle schmangles. What do you expect, Dickie? You think some dumb jerk is going to walk up this and offer us a, a plan for a robbery or... Howdy, fellas! Speak of the devil. Huh? Uh, never mind my partner. Uh, tell me, uh, what can I do for you, sucker? Sucker? Hey, oh, you must have mistook me for somebody else. My name's Whale. 
Walter Wellenswale, third executive acting foreman for the BRB. Would you toss that my way again? Uh, toss what? Is it... Oh, never mind. Look, short, light, and gruesome. What is it you want? Oh, uh, well, Fetters, I want your help. In what? In a crusade to uphold the fair name of the West. You see, I could tell just by looking at you fellas that you're real sons of the West. I'm from Brooklyn. Uh, Brooklyn? Yeah, yeah, Brooklyn, Texas. Uh, it's just a little north of San Antonio. Oh, well, fellas, you're, you're going to find this hard to believe, but there's a varmint in our midst who's had the nerve to slander the fair name of the West. You don't say. Yeah, I just did. And I say it's up to us to teach him a lesson. How? Well, I got it all figured out. You see, if you two will make out like you're a couple of low-down crooks... Hey, now, why... Oh, I know you don't look like crooks, but then he'll never know the difference. <laughs> you really think we can pass as crooks? Sure. You just leave it to me. I'll teach you how to act tough. But anyhow, what I want is for you two to pretend to be a couple of crooks and, uh, that are after him, see? And then I'll make like a hero and rescue him. You a hero? Why, sure. I'm a natural for the part, don't you think? <laughs> or don't you? Becky, do you think this guy's for real? I don't know, Brooklyn. I just don't know. <laughs> what was that? Uh, look, cowboy. Uh, my friends call me Wendy. I never could figure out why. Well, Wendy, uh, if we was crooks, which we're not, of course, why should we go after this fella? Well, heck, this fella, his name's Butterball, by the way. He's a rich man. Got more money than a flea has dogs. Well, that really loaded, huh? Well, I hear that even the rings in his bathtub are set with diamonds. <laughs> Yes, sir, he fellers, and I'll bet he could just sit down and write out a check for a million dollars without even giving him a thought. Now, that's the sort of pigeon we've been looking for. <laughs> it's up to us to demonstrate to this feller that there's plenty of real bad men and heroes in the West. Well, uh, you think, Brooklyn, it's worth a try. And if the guy is as rich as this character says he is... Yeah. Okay, Wendy, we'll do it. You mean it? You'll pretend to be crooks? Sure. <laughs> we'll pretend. And you'll let me be the hero that saves him and stops you? Sure, Wendy. We'll let you stop us. We'll let you stop us as sure as... as sure as we're from Texas. <laughs> hey, no. It looks as though Wendy is really getting himself into a predicament this time. Hiring two crooks and practically handing them a chance for a crime. But then we've seen Wendy blunder his way through before, so there might be hope yet. Anyway, you'll want to be sure to keep listening when we continue this very unusual adventure in just a moment. Now let's get back to today's adventure, The Ghost Rider. <laughs> Like I told you, this here rich feller, Jay Parsifal Butterball, come out to the big band and right away started making incinerating remarks about the West. Now, being as how I'm a man of action, I got burned up with this. And I decided that even if none of the fellers on the ranch had helped me, I was going to teach that varmint a lesson. But being a man of superior intelligence as well, I decided not to let on to the other riders that I was up to something. <laughs> no, sir. I was careful not to let them suspect the thing. Heaven's sake, Wendy, will you stop cackling like you're going to lay an egg? What are you up to, anyhow? Who, <laughs> me? Oh, another thing, fellas, another thing. <laughs> You'll be up to something, all right, Windman. Otherwise, why you sit there all day with smile like cat with smaller little mouses, huh? Eh? <laughs> oh, now, fellas, I tell you, it's all your imagination. 
Besides, it's none of your business. The heck it ain't. When you start off on one of these harebrained schemes of yours, it's everybody's business. Boy, oh boy, when Tex gets after you. Now, doggone it, Irish. Don't, don't you go tattletailing this to Tex or I'll... Or what, you what? Doggone why the folks always ask me that. Confuses me. Well, it happens that Tex already knows. That's why he sent for Bobby a little while ago. Yeah, but that ain't fair. Wendy, you know that these schemes of yours always backfire, and we have to pull you out of trouble. You pull me out of trouble? Why, sure. Fiddle and all such remarks. Well, it's the truth. And we're getting done sick and tired of your lame brain. Now, you listen here, Irish. So help me out. I... No, doggone it. This is the one time I ain't gonna let you upset my dignity. Your what? My dignity. Besides, I got more important things to do than stand here jawing with you. Yes, things like what? Like an important meeting in town, if you must know. So just get out of my way now. Hey, Wendy! Wendy, wait up a minute! Uh, more better you wait, Windman. Here's somebody, boy. Oh, me, I just knowed something that happened at the last minute. Hey, Wendy! Wendy, I got a message for you, a message from Tex. Oh, little boss, I ain't gonna do it. Huh? Oh, does he do what, Wendy? Whatever job Tex has cooked up to keep me on the ranch tonight. But he hasn't a job for you. Eh? No, he just said for me to give you a warning. Oh, well. A warning? Yeah, that's right. He's got to tell you that he knows that you're mixed up in some sort of scheme and that you'd better forget it. Oh, yeah? Well, you just tell him that Wendy, he can... this is Tex we're talking about. Yeah, well... Oh, well, doggone it. I, I ain't stopping even if it is. I ain't giving up my plans for nothing. Well, and you'll need the rest of his message. He said to tell you that if you go through with your plans anyhow, you're on your own. Huh? That's what he said, Wendy. If you get into any trouble this time, we're not getting you out of it. Well, okay, then. That suits me. Oh, and one more thing. He said that whatever happens, you're not going to make the B-bar be any bad publicity. And, and is that all, little boss? Yep, that's all. Well, then, you can just tell Tex that whether he helps me or not, Wendy Wales is going to uphold the honor and tradition of the West. But now i got places to go, so get up, Mabel. Oh, man, I forgot my horse. <laughs> <laughs> so long, fellas. Oh, <laughs> oh golly. Uh, when he gets crazier by the day. Sometimes I think he's as dumb as he looks. <laughs> yeah, but that's the same, Bobby. If he gets into trouble, this may not end as a laughing matter. Maybe so we'd be smart to follow him into town, eh? Yeah, you're right, I guess. But, Bobby, what are we standing around for then? Let's get saddled and follow Everybody except Butterball himself tied up. He's still upstairs. Oh, you fellas sure work fast. 
And, and you got them fellers tied up just like you was real crook. Well, you want it to look real, don't you? Sure, and we like to oblige, don't we, Dickie? Oh, fellers, I sure appreciate that. Oh, think nothing of it, Wendy. Nothing at all. Now, now, you remember the rest of the plan, don't you, fellers? Yes, sure. Well, we'll go up and give Butterball a scare, and then you'll come in and chase us down. Right? Yes, sir. And <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is this ever going to be a joke on him? <laughs> Be a joke on somebody else. Oh, wait, wait, one other thing, Well, Just to be sure that there ain't any accidents, you better take the shells out of your gun. Oh, heck, fellas, I'd never shoot you. Just the same. It's better to be on the safe side. Go on now. Take the shells out of your gun. Okay, if you say so. There. I guess you are right. No sense taking chances. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I figured. All right, Brooklyn, you ready? Oh, ready as they'll ever be. Okay, then let's go get got a butter go. Yes, sir. You go get him, and fellas. Don't forget to act real scared when I come up. Yes, sure. Oh, God, I just can't wait for this. I just can't wait. <laughs> now, see here. You can do this to me. We're doing it. Now, write out that check like we told you. No, 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 no. Keep away from me. I think he needs some persuasion, Decker. Yeah, but not here. Unless we're taking some place outside of town where we won't be interrupted. Okay, Brooklyn, tie him up and we'll take him with us. Uh, but you can't do this. And gag him, so. Yeah, right. Uh, now you keep away from me. Uh, don't you dare try to put that thing in my mouth. Uh, don't you... There we are. That's better. Uh, but you uh, better give me a hand with the tie-in, Decker, so we can get out of here. Take your time. We got plenty of time. All right, you, keep your hands up. That's more. Reach for the sky. I got you covered. Well, uh, uh, hey, uh, uh, you better leave a little slack in that rope. I'm late, but uh, keep it tight enough to hobble him. But loose enough so we can walk him out of here. Reach for it. I got you covered. Hey, Dick, I know just what you mean. Up with your hands, or I'll crack you to keep them calm. Oh, come on now, fellas. Put your hands up. You figured out yet where we'll take them, Dick? Fellers, please. Well, there's a deserted shack just beyond the crossroads. You ought to do. We'll hold them there till we catch the shack, huh? Pretty please, Richard, on it. Yeah, I guess that ought to do. Yeah, we are. Now, doggone fellas, this ain't right. I got my guns aimed at you. You're supposed to put your hands up. Uh, Brooklyn, do you hear something? Now, fellas. Yeah, I do. Seem to hear a noise. <laughs> hands up. Uh, you reckon we ought to do something about it? I, I got you covered. Yeah, I guess we should. Uh, will you do the honors, Becca? Oh, glad to, Brooklyn. Now, doggone fellas, this ain't the way we... I said this ain't the way we... Like that. Get right on talking, even after he was not unconscious. No wonder they call him Wendy. Hmm. Huh? We'll talk for a while. Well, come on. Brooklyn, are you standing there looking at Wales? I was just thinking, Becky. This is the way I always want to remember him. Lying there on the floor with his foot behind his ear. So quiet. So peaceful. Hmm. That's our own little sleeping beauty. Well, now, I'd be willing to wager that Wendy wouldn't be sleeping so peacefully if he knew what this innocent scheme of his had led to. But even Wendy is bound to wake up someday. And when he does... Well, writers, just be sure to be listening as we return for the climax of today's very unusual adventure in just a moment. 
But now let's get back to the B-Bobby Riders and the climax of today's very unusual adventure, The Ghost Rider and Our Own Windy Whale. Yep, that's me, folks. Unconscious as usual. You remember what happened, don't you? How I set out to make that butterball critter sorry for all them nasty remarks he'd made about the rest? Only then, before I knowed what happened, the two fellas I'd got to help me, Decker and Brooklyn, while they crossed me. Knocked me out and set out with Butterball as their captain. Meanwhile... More better you can avoid this quiet, Bobby boy. Anyone see us here in shadows, they'd never do get suspicious. Oh, you're right there. But, oh, golly, we'll be satisfying out with Wendy's up. I should think maybe we ought to just go ahead into the house. I don't know, Bobby. I've been thinking about that myself, but I... Oh, look! Hey, there's three fellas coming out of the house now. Yeah, what would they be? Could be fellas you see with windmen before. But third man. Oh, that third fellow looks like he's sick or something. They're practically having to drag him. Just nothing, Bobby. He's tired. Tired? Tired? Are you sure? Same day in the morning, Bobby. That's Butterball. The fellow that Wendy was so mad at. Oh, golly, then this must be part of Wendy's scheme. Yeah, I see. But where windmen be? Oh, golly, wherever he is, he's sure asking for trouble tying Butterball up that way. Fellas, we've got to stop this before it goes too far. Well, Wendy's liable to spend the rest of his life in jail. And so the little boss and Irish and Harker rode off after Decker and Brooklyn and their captain. But what they didn't know was that I was still alive and unconscious in the house. That's right, I was still out like a light from where Duck Decker clunked me. And when I finally did come to it... <laughs> oh, oh me. Did anyone see which way that elephant went? Hey, hey, what's that thing in front of my face? This man's foot. But how did it ever get way up here? Oh, me, I got myself entangled. There, that's better. All them environments had me tangled up like a pretzel. Hey, but that reminds me. It's Becker in Brooklyn. They, they've taken Mr. Butterball with them. Well, I won't get fur. No, sir, not with two gun whales on their trail. Yes, sir, riders, old Winnie Wales is about to take a part in the game. And since I already knowed where they aimed to take Butterball, all I had to do was to get there. <laughs> well, that wasn't so easy. First, I tried the door to the room, and it was locked. So then I deducted me a quick deduction and made for the window. <laughs> Ain't nobody can outthink all Wendy Wells. And I was right. Yes, sir. All I had to do was open the window, climb out, and let myself drop stealthily to the ground. <laughs> I'm on Left that rain barrel there. Well, anyhow, I climbed out of the barrel, rung myself out, and looked around. But I found I still wasn't free. No, sir, because I was in the courtyard behind the general store without any way out except through the closed store itself. That didn't stop me. No, sir. <laughs> I guess you've heard how them there fictional detectives can pick a lock. Well, I just walked up to the back door of the general store. And luckily, the door was unlocked, so I walked in. But then, riders, right then, was went in his voice. He just up and kicked me right in the face. Yes, sir. I suddenly realized that them two varmints wasn't likely to take me serious even if I, if I did catch up with them. You see, they don't know what a really tough hombre I am. So I decided to not let them know who I was. <laughs> but how? 
Well, I'd wear a mask. So I just looked around for a hunk of cloth, seen one hanging from up in the loft, and give it a yank. Well, Ryder, when I crawled out from the bags of flour and other stuff that had fallen on me, I was a mess. M-E-S, mess. Yes, sir, you see, I was all wet to begin with from that burn raised barrel. Then when a sack of flour popped open and poured all over me, well, Rogers, that flower stuck to me and left me as white as a ghost. But did that daunt me? Did it? Well, frankly, it did. But then I says to myself, Whitney Wales, are you a man or a mouse? And after we debated the question a while, I finally said to heck with it, made myself a mask and put it on. Then went out through the front of the general store to get my horse stable and start after them. Okay, now, Mabel, honey, it's going to be up to you from now on. <laughs> Don't you know me, Mabel? It's me, you're Wendy. No, Mabel, wait! Wait for me, don't run! Oh, me. I must look so horrible that I even scared poor Mabel off. Oh, well, I, I guess it ain't too fair to walk to that shack. All right, Pete. Get it going. So I started off for that shack where Decker and Brooklyn had taken Mr. Butterball. But what I didn't know was that the little boss and Irish and Harker was there, too. That's right. They'd followed Decker and the others and was hiding outside the shack, trying to figure what to do. Oh, guys, what did you say? I something. We can't wait out here. Yeah, but what do we do about it? Those two are armed. We're not. Well, one of us will have to go for help to the sheriff. But... No, buddy boy. I cannot think that be wise. We call in sheriff. Maybe so wind men get in trouble. Well, but Charlie, we just got to do something. Do it be. Irish, what's wrong? The saints preserve Bobby, look, coming up the road from town. It's a ghost. A ghost? Oh, now, Irish. Well, look for yourself. See? Hey! Hey, there is something. There's someone coming toward the shack. And it does look like a ghost. Oh, this place is all like it. Well, you know what that? Bobby, boy, if it not be ghost, then what it be? I can never see anything like it in whole life. I, I don't know, Mike. I, I don't know. Whatever it is, it's sure heading into trouble. Look, it's going straight toward that shack. Right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot. Come on, keep, keep moving. And now, just, just hope that Decker and Brooklyn don't recognize me. They might not scare them. And here goes. Race for the stars! Holy smokes, take a look. Oh, 
That's all the day's work for us now, Western heroes. But here, I'll, I'll just cut these little sockets. Uh, and now, do you think you can handle these farmers till the sheriff gets here? Oh, just leave it to me. Uh, but uh, you aren't leaving, are you? I'll pray to God. I, uh, you know how it is. A hero's work is never done. But one thing first. Are you convinced now that there are bad men and heroes in the modern West? I certainly am. And I'm going to say so in every newspaper in the country. Uh, but uh, tell me so that I can give you credit. Who are you? Uh, me? Uh, uh, why, ain't you here to me? I'm that famous hero of the West. That helper of the helpless. <laughs> I am the ghost rider. <laughs> What happened, Riders? The Butterball, he turned them varmints over to the sheriff, and, and then he wrote a whole story for the papers about what a great place the West is, and particularly about that great hero, the Ghost Rider. <laughs> but me, well, I didn't dare let nobody know that I was the ghost after Texas warning. You folks are the first ones I ever did tell. <laughs> Except, uh, well, I did try to tell the other riders once, but... You see, Irish was, was reading about the ghost driver, and also the entire suspended is claiming this newfound hero of the West. No one has yet been able to learn his identity. Really, be I'd sure like to know who this ghost rider really is. Oh, jolly, yes. I wish now that we'd had a closer look at him that night at the shack. Uh, whoever he be, he must be a great man. <laughs> and what are you talking about, Ricky? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know who the ghost driver is? Well, that is, you see, uh, I do now. Well, you do but that's something the whole West would like to know, Wendy. Who is he? Who is the ghost rider? Well, to tell the truth, <laughs> I am you, Wendy. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, kidding. You <laughs> <laughs> see how it is, Riders? Somehow folks just don't realize that I'm a hero. <laughs> to you by... Dentine. The gum with... <gasps> breathtaking flavor. And Beeman's Pepsin, the gum that's great to chew and good for your digestion, too. And this is Cactus Carl Warren, along with Bobby Benson, Wendy Wales and his wild tales, and Tex Fletcher, the singing cowboy. And here's Bobby. Desperate, desperate from Desert Gulch. Tell us about it, Wendy. Well, sir, I was going to do that. 
I was holding down two jobs at the time. I was assistant to the deputy sheriff, and I was a traveling handkerchief salesman. People around Desert Gulch had to keep their noses clean, I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, one day, Sweet Potato Smith escaped from the county jailhouse, and I took off after him because he was the only hombre in town which hadn't bought a handkerchief. <laughs> well, I finally trailed him up in the mountains right near the border. Did you catch him? Oh, little boss, that maverick was a tricky one. You see, he had himself two horses, and he sent one horse up one mountain, and he and the other horse went up the other. And you followed the wrong horse? In my long career of defending justice, that was the only mistake I ever made. When I got to the top of the mountain, there on the other side of the canyon was Sweet Potato. I was so sad, fellas, I had to reach into my saddlebag and pull out one of my special 50-cent handkerchiefs. Oh, oh what a shame, shame Wendy In boy. fact, I was so sad a 50-cent one wasn't good enough. Had to discard it and use a 75-cent one. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, that gave me an idea. You see, there was a big wind blowing right in the direction of sweet potatoes. So I reached in, pulled out one of my extra special dollar-and-a-half tent-size handkerchiefs for ladies and weddings and opened it up. <laughs> Wendy? To make a wind sail. Sure enough, the wind just caught hold of that dollar-and-a-half spatial and lifted me clean out of the saddle. Next thing Sweet Potato knowed, I was a-floating over his head, telling him to drop his guns. <laughs> Sweet Potato was stuck right there. <laughs> <laughs> I talked him into buying a hundred dollars. <laughs> Chickman! Chickman! Taste the difference when you chew. Flavor on the outside, inside, too. Chickman! Chickman! Time the difference by the clock. Flavor lingers, tick, tick, tock. Chicklet, chicklet. Count the difference, count them, cousin. Every box, an even dozen. Chicklet, chicklet, chicklet. Get the big nickel's worth. You can taste the difference, time the difference, count the difference. And whether you chew gum to keep your mouth fresh and clean, or just for the plain fun of chewing it, you'll be better off on every count with chicklets. They're flavored on the outside, flavored on the inside. With chiclets, you don't chew the flavor out, you chew the flavor in. That's why the goodness lingers on and on. They're candy-coated. Flavor-coated. Mmm, pleasure-coated. And more fun for your money. So get the big nickel's worth. Chiclet, chiclet, chiclet. I guess I'll take this old guitar and get it long. Now maybe find a place where I belong. Oh, the father fields are green, but those hills I've never seen. So I'll take this old guitar and get along. I'll get along. I'll get along. I'll get along. I'll get along. Well, riders, till next Sunday at the same time. Adios, amigos. Adios, Bobby. 